Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. I see your life today. And I am in a good mood right now. I really am. Why am I in a good mood, you ask? Well, let me tell you something, my good feathered feline friend. Or if you're a furry. Or just a regular person. I don't know. We could be anything. We could be anybody that we want to be. I'm in a good mood because... On Spotify, we have hit 50 followers. All right. All right, all right, all right. Now, I know to many, that's not a lot. I get that. But hey, it's like I said before, I'm still new. We got to keep this truck going. We got to keep this truck on rolling. But a few months ago, or was it last month? I believe it was around last month. Last month, I did say that if we hit 50 followers, I would choose three random people that I will send my Comic-Con exclusive art for what I've gotten from either Jamie Tindall, uh, you know, Scott Campbell, or whoever it is, and I will personally send it out as a thank you. Now, I know some people would do 100, I know some people would do 1,000 or whichever, but, you know, I want to give back. I really do. So, how would you be the type of person to get something? And if you, first of all, if you don't believe me that I'll send something to you, try me. Hit me up, OTC Volume 2 or Mike Garcia VO. Let's talk about anything comic book related, any discussion. And if there's more people, I will choose three lucky winners. And all you got to do is just send me your address. That's all you got to do. You don't have to pay for shit. I will pay for the shipping. I will pay for everything. And I will even text you... Uh, whatchamacallit, the, um, you know, what, 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 what is it, the thing, the tracking number? Yeah, that, that, the tracking number? Yeah, I'll send you a tracking number, you know, so you can keep track of everything. Guys, this is my way of giving back for saying thank you, for following me, for listening to me, for, you know, supporting me, and we gotta keep that truck on rolling, like I always keep saying, like I said before. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. I humbly do appreciate it. It motivates me to continue this podcast every single week, twice a week. You know, we've had our ups and downs. We really did. You know, tried the YouTube thing for a while. That was a lot for me to handle, so I had to stop with that. You know, changing formats and everything else. But everything is good. Everything is good right now. 50 followers on Spotify. I'm happy. Now, in terms of what today is going to be, Today's going to be a free-for-all. Why not? It's going to be a free-for-all, open discussion, whatever comes to my mind, whatever comes to my thoughts. No set structure, just talking like human beings. So I talk like I always do, and if I ramble on and on, and it's because I can, and it's because I will, and that's all there is to it. All of that, plus our super villain quote of the day, because we are on episode 60, so fuck yes. But first... Like we always do about this time, let's get a shout-out out of the way. And the shout-out goes to the people in charge. 
for the EVOcation, the evocation this weekend that I will be a part of. It is my first voiceover convention. So I'm going to give a shout out to the people that have actually stood and did it and have set this up and is now giving back to every one part of the VO industry. And I can't thank you enough. So if anything, you can if you're a voiceover person or if you like to hear about voiceover and you want to learn more, if you want to go into a career yourself, it's completely up to you. I suggest, highly suggest, go to Jamie Muffet VO School Podcast. Jamie Muffet. That's Jamie J-A-I-M-E-M-U-F-F-E-T. That's JamieMuffet.com. I won't say .com, but he probably has a website, .com. VO School Podcast. He is one of the people that has set up the evocation, and I'm giving a shout-out to it, to the people, to them, to the coaches, to every person that is involved. I can't wait to be a part of it. I can't wait to continue my passion for VO, for voiceover. It's a long road, but it's like anything else. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's all we got for our shoutouts. Let's go into our open discussion talk, the free-for-all. That starts right in a bit. So how exactly would I want to discuss the open discussion for this episode? Well, it just came to me that I did say on my last episode that throughout the weekend, if I had the chance to see The Boy Season 2, because I was so excited to see that again, and do my review on it, that I would. Well, unfortunately, because I've been overworking so much, and I had to go with my girlfriend and visit some friends and do everything else... I did not have the time or the chance to check out the episodes. And then I forgot, I completely forgot that it was mentioned on Amazon Prime that the first three episodes were to debut. And it would be one episode on an episode of television, you know, that system every single week. And then there are people currently right now that have been bitching and bitching and bitching about it non-stop where they're like oh we can't review this or the review has bombed because it's only been three episodes and this is unsanitary or this is bullshit or it is not how it's supposed to be and there are some people that either blame Netflix or they blame some other streaming service where they're just so used to just binge watching an entire season from start to finish that way they can do the review and then we move on and I'm pretty sure that's what the people in charge of either releasing the boys season 2 or the ones at Amazon Prime I'm pretty sure they thought about this head start where they're thinking to themselves you know what yes Right now, at this point, everyone wants to see the show. But if we release all the episodes like we did last time, it will be talked about for about a good couple of weeks, and then it will easily be tossed to the wayside. 
when instead people are going to watch the show regardless of the time slot, regardless of the schedule, and they're going to enjoy it. And if the episodes are like, what, 8, 9, or 10, that's 7 weeks, including the 3 in the first week of content. Ratings will go up, which is good for the television show, which is good for, well, not television, but for Amazon Prime. It's good for basically all the distribution that it has been a part of. And honestly, I don't really blame them. I really don't. Because if this is their way of ensuring that they get good ratings or at least have more people to click on Amazon Prime and watch the show every time they go on on a weekly basis, it's no different from watching Doom Patrol Season 2 on a weekly basis. And that was on, not only on HBO Max, but that was on the DC Universe streaming service. And you didn't see a lot of people complaining about that. No, of course not. But for some odd reason, when it's a show that I understand a lot more people wanted to see, now everyone is all up in arms because they're not getting what they want and they're not, you know, they're not being satisfied for the first three episodes and now people are bitching about it and the critics and the, you know, the hardcore critics and reviewers and everybody else. And it's like, dude, would you just stop? Will you knock it off? Be, dude, be happy. That we finally have something that we can look forward to on a weekly basis, my guy. Be fucking happy. Honestly, and yes, I kind of do blame Netflix. I, I do blame Netflix. I blame them for the simple reason that whenever you have a show and you would binge watch from start to finish, there's been more people, I'm pretty sure, and I don't have the statistics you know, in front of me right now, but I'm just saying this opinion-wise. I'm pretty sure that there have been a lot of people... That have actually taken a show and binge watch it basically one night. They give themselves eight hours, a, a day and a half if that, a night and a half if that. And they're thinking to themselves, alright, I can watch it, I can binge watch it, I can review it, and then that's it. Everything goes back to normal, I move on to the next thing. No, my guy. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that with this show. Mm-mm, no siree. Mm-mm, I forbid it. I forbid it. Look, at the end of the day, we got what we got. And we have to deal with it. I Okay, maybe I can understand in some capacity that some people might be pissed off about it. I get it. It's not the normal forte and it's not your usual way of binge watching like you would with... with you know, Netflix or Hulu or ESPN or any of the other distribution apps that they have on their television sets. But guess what? This is what it is. Because you're going to be looking forward to it on a weekly basis and you're still going to watch it. It's as simple as that, really. So, for the ones that keep on complaining about this, do me a favor. Stop bitching. Stop complaining. We got the first three episodes in one shot. Deal with it. And we move on. It's as simple as motherfucking that. Anyway, let me move on to the next thing. I go scrolling on Twitter. You know, Twitter is something that I love to... I love Twitter. There's something about Twitter that I just love. And I just love being a part of it. I go scrolling on Twitter. And you know, I go on certain stuff that relates to DC news 
and the war between Ray Fisher, aka Cyborg from the DCEU, and Warner Brothers is still going on for the simple reason that Warner Brothers is saying that Ray Fisher is uncooperative. He doesn't want to be part of the investigation or he's avoiding the investigator, you know, since he's claiming himself or he's claiming these allegations of, you know, abuse and all this toxic relationship that Jeff Johns and Josh Sweden and everybody else behind the scenes during the filming of Justice League from three years ago. And now all of a sudden, we're getting this. And Ray Fisher came out and said, yeah, that's not the case right now. See, I have spoken with, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But he comes out and say, oh, I have been in touch with the investigator. And I can only do so much right now because I want to gather all of the facts and all of the evidence to go against you. Warner Brothers, you're making me look like shit because it's your desperate attempt to keep me quiet. Well, haha, fuck you. I'm never going to stay quiet. I'm going to speak my mind no matter what. And Jason Momoa, the Aquaman himself, basically tweeted out, I stand, hashtag, hashtag son, hashtag, hashtag, I stand with Ray Fisher. Now, this war between... It's not even a war. It's more of a, you know, it's like, it's almost like a married couple. And you know there was some kind of domestic violence going on behind the scenes. And one is literally trying to prove the other to be wrong. And the last time that I spoke about this, I thought... Is Ray Fisher doing this for attention or did something really went on behind the scenes? And I kept on asking the same question. If there were really problems of when, of what went on during the production of the Justice League, why now all of a sudden? Is this part of the woke culture? Is this because he finally has a voice where he's thinking to himself, you know what, fuck this, I can't take it no more? You know, like, what is the main motivation? And obviously at this point... We can't really think or even fathom. We can only speculate. We really we really can. We can only speculate what Ray Fisher is thinking right now. And if Warner Brothers is trying their best to keep him on the hush-hush, they're not doing a very good job. Now, I honestly don't know whose side I'm on. And to be honest, I really don't give a shit. It's just fascinating to me on the... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I fell asleep. Oh, did I say it was fascinating? Yeah, it's it's not that. I don't care. I honestly don't care. Like, things like this nearly happens all the time behind the scenes on a lot of production and Hollywood and things like that. There's always sketchy shit going on behind the scenes, whether it's the studio or an actor or, you know, a producer or a, or whatever the case. I mean... Let's look at the motherfucker that was in jail or the motherfucker that killed himself. You know, you know who I'm talking about. He who I will not name him because the last thing I need is for someone to report me and take that down. You know, take this episode down. So, you know, I don't need any person to be woke from that. It's hard for me to truly believe one over another because we really don't have the facts or all of the facts yet. And if Jason Momoa is standing with Ray Fisher right now, 
that means he either supports what Ray Fisher is doing or he knows something, but he's just keeping quiet for right now. He knows something. And I'm willing to bet that Gal Gadot knows something too. I don't know why. I just have this feeling. I mean, maybe it could be the fact that, you know, she had a stunt double that, you know, posed in as her when the Flash, you know, tripped over her and they, you know, quick shot them away and then he quickly got back up and a quick shot for her actually being, you know, herself again. I mean, that was definitely a stunt double of what happened in that scene because apparently there were rumors that Gal Gadot did not even want to be in that particular shot. I think I... Th- uh. I'm pretty sure that she said it was over-sexualized or anything like that. And if you truly think about it, if you remembered watching Justice League, there were many moments where the camera would either zoom in, or not when, I wouldn't say zoom in, but pan to Wonder Woman's ass a little bit too much than before. I mean, remember in the beginning of the movie where she had those fight scenes, which... To me, the scene didn't really carry anything to the story, but whatever, I think the movie was trying to say, hey, look how badass Wonder Woman is, yeah, uh, equality, feminism, and all that shit. And there were a couple of times where I'm seeing a little bit of her ass a bit too much. Huh. I wonder if this is the direction that we are going to go. And at this point, again... And I'm going to keep reiterating this. We really don't know. Or we can just speculate what went on behind the scenes based on what Ray Fisher is saying. If only he has another person that could back him up. If only he had physical evidence, which I'm sure he will gather upon. Or maybe he's asking for more time so he can gather the right evidence. So this way, if he's the sole person that could take them down in terms of Warner Brothers then maybe this is a win-win for him. And I know some people, I think I had one guy, no, I'm sure I had one guy ask me the other day, why not Warner Brothers just fire Ray Fisher and just be done with it? Yeah, here's the thing. And you need to understand on how the public eye or the public image works here. If Warner Brothers decides to do that, and they decide to get rid of Ray Fisher, or recast him, or whatever the hell they do, that makes themselves look bad, especially during an investigation from three years ago. It makes them look really, really bad, to the point where it's like, yeah, we don't want him to talk anymore with us, so let's just bury him now, and just forget this ever existed. You know, they can't really do that. It's not like a lot of sports organizations where some shady shit goes on and they somehow either pay an athlete or pay someone hush money, you know, just to keep them quiet. Or, you know, if some kind of cheating scandal going on and they would pay the wife quiet. I'm sure a lot of presidents done that. Maybe, you know, wink, wink, whichever. Like, there's always some shady shit going on. And it would look really, really bad for them if they were to ever do that. If they have done that. Or even attempted to do that. All right now is I can just say, time will tell. Time will tell in terms of what's going to happen to Ray Fisher and Warner Brothers. Because the last thing that I heard was, he is going to come back for Cyborg in the Flashpoint movie. And yes, we are calling it the Flashpoint movie because that's exactly what it is. It's the Flashpoint movie. So, 
there is that. Do I stand with Ray Fisher? Do I stand with Warner Brothers? Like I said, I don't really give a shit. I'm just... I'm more curious than anything else. I'm more curious to see what goes on, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, what goes on in terms of, you know, anything relating to that. Just, just anything. And... That's about it. That's all there is to it. Now, what else can we talk about? We've talked a lot about DC recently. You know, what's going on in the world of Marvel? I've been hearing a lot that there are definitely a lot of production plans to get Marvel back in track. And I really hope that is the case. You know, with the COVID thing and everything else that's been going going on, I know WandaVision is back in production. I know... Winter Soldier, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is back in terms of being into production because there were a few stunt doubles that said and I think they confirmed that they're actually getting back to work. Which, in a way, I'm excited for. I really am. I'm very excited to see what happens next for these characters. I'm interested to see what happens next for the story and how it would tie in for Marvel phase, you know... 4, 5, and 6, and all the other phases that can come in after, if there is an after for part 6. Speaking of which, you know, it just crossed my mind. I had a person reach to me yesterday. I'm not, I'm not going to name who she is. And she wrote very something interesting to me. And I'm going to paraphrase as best I can. She said she listened to my last episode, and she said that she wanted to punch me in the face every time I kept reiterating the words... Recasting Black Panther is a terrible idea. Okay, fair enough. I probably said that a little bit too much. And she said that people get recasted all the time. And she understood where I was coming from. She also said that Batwoman got recasted and Ruby Rose did not die. They casted a lead character. So if they can do that for a person like her... Why can't they do that for someone like Chadwick Boseman? Rest in peace to him, obviously. They both made an impact in their respective cultures and their communities, so why can't one be done for another? And then I remembered, you know, her asking me this, and literally this was like, you know, just all of a sudden out of the blue. And I have to think about it very, very carefully, very realistically. And I thought to myself, you know what? You're right, ma'am. You're absolutely right. Both have made tremendous impacts for their respective communities. Black Panther for the African-American culture and Batwoman for the LGBTQ community. So they both are stars of their show, one of their movie, and they both made significant impacts on an emotional level for the people that they are representing. However, however, here is my rebuttal to that, okay? And let's not get this twisted. I'm going to, I'm, now I'm going to release the fucking hounds here. Let's not get this twisted. Black Panther and Batwoman are not in the same boat together. They are not in the same realm. They're not in the same world together, okay? 
One is more mainstream than the other, and I'll give you a second to figure out which is which. If you go in town right now and you were to ask a random person, eight times out of ten, you can ask them the same question, two different questions, ask them one question. Have you seen Black Panther? What did you think of it? Eight to nine times out of ten, they will say, I loved Black Panther. I didn't give it a chance, but now I did because of what happened. I love Black Panther. You ask them another question. Okay, what do you think of Batwoman? Eight to nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, who? What? 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 Where? When? Huh? Who? Is she part of the Batman fan? One is more mainstream than the other. Now, I get, ma'am, of what you were saying in terms of comparing these two, and I get what they did for themselves and the people that they represented. But do not get this twisted. They are not in the same room together. Comparing Black Panther and Batwoman is like comparing a alligator with a seagull. Okay, that was a terrible... <laughs> That was a terrible analogy, Jesus Christ. The point is this. When Ruby Rose got recasted, it's because she quit. She resigned from the role of Batwoman because the scheduling was too much for her to handle. I, along with many people, thought that it was because of the internet trolls that kept on beating and calling her names and using their Cheeto fingers to, you know, go on Instagram or Twitter and just basically hit, uh, you know, say hateful shit to her constantly. But instead, she, in a particular way, basically quit. She was like, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I'm gone. And the showrunners admitted, they admitted that all we care about right now, we are grateful for Ruby Rose and all the stuff that she did. But what we care about right now is our representation to the LGBTQ community as being a part of the CW network. That's exactly, now I wouldn't say exactly what they said, but that's pretty much what they said. Compare Black Panther to someone like that, not even the same thing. And I get it. I get it. Disney is all now about diversity. They're, they're all about representation. I mean, they shoved fucking Captain Marvel down our throats and they're probably going to shove some aspects of the Eternals down their throat and I think there was a news a report saying uh, that Scarlett Johansson said oh Black Widow is definitely a feminist and I'm like D okay sure I guess I don't care who asked I don't I don't know you know and maybe I just pissed off a lot of hardcore feminists when I just said that. But the fact is, you know, if you believe in what you believe in and you strongly believe in equality, kudos, great to you. But when you start shoving it in other people's throats, that's when we resent you. And that's all there is to it. And I'm hoping you understand what that, you know, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. Anyway, back to my point. Black Panther and Batwoman are not the same league together. 
They can afford to recast someone like Ruby Rose. They can afford to recast someone maybe in the top, I would say, top league in a TV show. Because it's not as mainstream as Black Panther or any of the MCU movies. And on top of all of that, and let's face it, it's only been one season with Batwoman. It's only been one season. So the amount of fan base that Batwoman has doesn't even come close to the fan base that Black Panther or any of the MCU films have. Don't get it twisted. They are not in the same league. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for doing what we do best. Subscribing, sharing, tell your buddies, tell your family, tell everyone that Outside the Comics Volume 2 will be bigger, badder, better. That's all there is to it. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. And I will reiterate it time and time again. OTC Volume 2 or Mike Garcia VO on Twitter and Instagram. Before we end this night off, let's go to our super villain quote of the day. And this one is very, very special because this one is from Homelander himself. I'm the Homelander and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And my reaction to that is, listen, Mr. Live Action Superman. Actually, let's face facts here. I wouldn't say shit. I would just be terrified that he would melt me without a shred of remorse or doubt. If you've seen that motherfucker from season one, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Tune in Thursday night where we will talk more comic book news related stuff relating to movies and television shows. Anything and everything superhero related is what we do is what we do best. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Till next time, stay safe. Happy Labor Day weekend. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.